0: Hello, it is Thursday, November 19th. Got a good show for you today. Talking about everything that happened last night. I was bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Then we got great conversations with some people. And by the end of this thing, if you like the show, be a friend, tell a friend. Say, hey, Pat McVie Show 2.0, not too shabby. And if you don't like this show, just act like it never happened. Hey, right time.
1: Yeah, just keep it moving, huh? All right, let's
0: get to the show, huh? You might hear a little in my voice. That's because I got kicked in the mouth last night. Last night, I do have a little, uh, you know, a little swelling down here below the, uh, whatever tooth that is, it's in the back, it's mm-hmm. next to that one, you're supposed to get taken out that I have not, that's probably going to fuck me over. Molar, molar. 18. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's a little swelling back there, because I got uh, bamboozled last night. I got uh, blindsided last night. I got attacked when I was not ready to be in a physical altercation last night. I was on WWE NXT USA Network every Wednesday 8 p.m. and my boys and I. Okay, uh, Pete Dunne, the incredibly tan and handsome British man who's known as the Bruiserweight, uh, Oni Lorcan, the British psycho or the uh, Boston psychopath, and then Danny Birch. Uh, the British psycho back <laughs> Uh we, You know, we were going out to talk to Finn Balor. Okay, Finn Balor is the reigning NXT champion, and he's been out for six weeks, so it was great to know he was going to be back. All uh, right. You know, we're. We're a group of people that are very—we uh, like hard work, you know. Absolutely. And, and after you get your jaw uh, uh, separated from your your skull, mm-hmm. you know, and then it breaks, and you have to do a whole thing. There's a lot of hard work to get back. So we're intrigued to hear what old Finn Balor was going to say in his first night back after yeah. six weeks mix our six weeks missing, uh, you know, drinking steaks out of smoothies. I sure. Because mm-hmm. that. that's what you, do. by the way, whenever you can't do that, mm-hmm. right, right uh, through the wire. You're, you're, you're drinking every meal and they put, you know, the weirdest things into smoothies because people get sick of just doing like the, the fruits and the, in the, the, the chicken broths and the oh. stuff. Mm-hmm. At some point, whenever you're, your jaw just can't get, oh, you like this shit, all right, you just gotta do your thing. They start putting weird shit in there and I only know that because I had a friend that had this happen to, and I, I visited him and he was like five weeks into but, and that son of a bitch was putting sausage and bacon and in, 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 in eggs into a smoothie thing and he was drinking it. And I was like, I've never been more disgusted in my life, but I'm Good happy morning. that you've got the point where you could have little moons over my hammy here in the morning because you weren't able to chew for fucking, you know, for the last five weeks or whatever. So that's what he's been doing. Okay. So I was excited to hear what he had to say and everything like that. But also I was going out there to pitch. Uh, what I thought was a very reasonable idea to him. Uh, anybody that is involved or ever been a fan of the wrestling business could see where I was coming from in this. He's missed six weeks. We've carried the show for the last few weeks. It, it would be only right for him to show respect for the business to give us his championship, right? Like, it over. Listen, we don't want to fight, okay? I don't want you to go back to, you know, <laughs> for, we don't have to fight, okay? We've proven that we could take literally every human out if we really wanted to. We don't want to fight. We're just here to tell you, like, hey you know you're a good guy okay we thought you're a good guy you got a cool leather jacket on right now you look cooler than maybe any human i've ever seen in my life right now and it's great to see you back but you have respect for this business you know you know what to do you you hand that you hand that championship right over to us okay you know what to do i was just going out to have a conversation with finn i got a lot of respect i just told you i have so much respect for finn Balor. everything he did what did he do oh he Goes ahead and says, Well, it's not just me coming back tonight, by the way. Boom, boom, boom. And these scumbags, Undisputed Era, come oh. back. And everybody knows who Undisputed Era is. It's run by that guy that came on the show here uh, and pushed Ty with colitis mm-hmm. and did the whole yeah. thing. He's Son got the long hair. He and I have had a little bit of history. His little crew comes back. They come sprinting down. And if you do recall, if you watched last night, my hair was perfect. Do you think I was ready to get into a fight that time? Oh, no. It did no, no. like it. I didn't even have my fight face on. I, it was not a fight face at all. It was, a hey, let's have a conversation. They start attacking us in the middle of the ring. I was not ready. Obviously, I get surprised. I get blindsided. I end up outside the ring. And that little guy that we hate that mm. was right here, mm-hmm. Kick me right in the suckle twice, 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 twice Rat twice. Fuck. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. That's exactly what he is. It also got thrown into the barricade for the first time in my life. Oh, geez. yeah. I've seen it happen to other people in the past. How'd that work. feel? Those things are. I, you know, I thought watching, like, oh, a lot did of give. Budge, did it? Lot, I was about to say a lot of give. Probably a lot, a lot of maybe. Like there has to be a little bit of uh, some uh, some real pad maybe on the hockey board. board. Hell yeah, yeah, it was not. <laughs> It was not, by the way. Nope. I, I think I learned that relatively quickly there. Right? I, was ge-
1: I thought we were going to have a day off today, potentially, after I saw you go into it. I was like, well, he, you know, he's not going to be all right yeah. tomorrow.
0: Face off the wall, mm-hmm. foot to the suckle. Now, I just want to let you know I was surprised, and I'll be on my uh, P's and Q's more next time. And uh, William Regal came out and announced that uh, my crew, okay, of honorable men, mm-hmm. good guys. Oh, yeah. Good
1: guys great wrestlers. Yep.
0: Maybe the greatest on planet Earth right now. (laughs) That's the best. Uh, We'll be fighting... Adam Cole's scumbag group uh, in something called War Games, Ooh. which, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, multiple cages, multiple rings, weapons. And- oh, yeah, geez. yeah, Yeah, you guys are much more pumped than I was when I heard about this. just want to let you know because uh, it was a lot to calculate, okay? Mm-hmm. I-, I was out there. I thought I was going to potentially become the champion without even having to do anything <laughs> right. Right, with a conversation. All of a sudden, I get kicked in the mouth a couple times, punched in the face, thrown into a wall, and then all of a sudden I got this British guy come waltzing down mm. and say, hey, I just... Just a heads up, mate, like, that's not your worst uh, news of the evening is that foot to the mouth. No, you're actually going to be uh, in the worst case state in the history of wrestling. I'm like, oh, great. Can't wait <laughs> to do that. Jesus. That's going to be busted. But then I quickly realized, like, look who I'm with. I'm not yeah. going to have to do a damn thing in there. No, no. no way. There's, like, I guess there's, uh, uh, like, tables in there, kendo sticks, chairs. Wild West. Oh. They were right. And it was all cow running through my mind because I have seen one of these before. Obviously, it was in Chicago last year where I caught a promo about it fresh off of a, a private plane from College Game Day, which I think had like, I don't know, four million viewers or something that huh. morning because it was at Ohio State or whatever. And, and I seen it. And all those things are calculating in my mind last night whenever that British guy goes mm-hmm. out there, William Regal, and says it. And I'm just like, well, oh, oh, goddamn. And that's December. Mm-hmm. That's not that far away. Couple weeks <laughs> around, a week around the corner. But... Uh, the, I just want to let everybody know I'm ready, okay? Last night wasn't, okay? And in my first match, which we all know if it wasn't for that match, I'd still be an undefeated wrestler. Mm -hmm. I made a couple rookie mistakes. Won't see it for me again. That's why I'm professional. Hell that's right. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean? Hell yeah. That's why I'm professional.
2: Bill Regal just took advantage of an opportunity that he saw. And we, if we know anything about Sir Bill Regal, he will take advantage of opportunity and seize that for NXT. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's what he felt like he did last night. Mm-hmm. I thought he was potentially taking advantage of a, yeah. a situation that he was already taken advantage of. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That was supposed to be a fun, casual, calm handoff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh like a handoff. Of a title to me. Right. That's all that was supposed to be. Seems fair. Right? I even parked. They showed my park job last night. It wasn't the best.
3: Eh, It was pretty nice.
0: Yeah, I got there late. It wasn't a lot of spots. (laughs) Get the nose in, here I am. How you doing? (laughs) Thought about, because obviously, whenever you pull up, there's cameras waiting. uh, There's two doors you can really go in. And whenever we're getting there, you know, they got cameras waiting outside. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it was just like whenever I uh, I came out of jail for that alleged incident. Mm-hmm. You know right? I mean, where They were ready. And, and we went out a back door because, you know, I was told that's a good door to go to. But I think the person that told us to go out the back door actually went out the front door, too, and told the news, like, oh, he's going out the back <laughs> door. Because that's sure what it felt like. Because as I was opening said door, there was like a a, a, a Forrest Gump, uh, uh, the big guy in the jacket and Happy Gilmore at the golf oh, tour. Yeah. They were right, with the cameras on their shoulders when I was there. It's much like that whenever I get to this place or whatever, and uh, I saw him. I saw him filming, obviously, and uh, I thought about showing off my parallel park job. Could you imagine if oh. I showed up? Do you imagine if I showed up, drive in there, I see him, and I roll down the window, I'm looking at it. One, we'll do this in one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I didn't though. I just got in there and we got work to do. But yeah, I got. I got kicked in the face last time a couple times. Won't happen again. And in this match right here, the guys on the bottom are going to kill the guys on the top. Yeah. 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 Let's go. I'm going yeah. to be undefeated in war. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? No it's not deal. real war games. So that's why you always have to have the games on at the end. Because I do hear that your body is potentially going to go through war games. But it is, it is nowhere near actual war no games. No, 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 no games. No, see, no games. You should have caught up with that one. I think you saw where I was heading there. Yeah. War. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it. games is what I'm in. Yes. Yeah. But actual war, whoa, show respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the show. <laughs> I got home that. real late last night, <laughs> yeah. by the way. How's the flight? No Wi-Fi. Oh, oh my! Yeah, yeah, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> so then whenever you land, obviously, uh, since I live on the internet, I just did something that could potentially be talked about on the internet. I, You know, I spent all last night on the internet. And also, the NBA draft happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had to catch up what happened on that. I think there was some action as well. Was there maxion? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's there was a lot of things I had to catch up with. And I couldn't do that, obviously, until I got home because, you know, there was no Wi-Fi on the plane because, sir, you're on a plane, but it did feel like every other plane we've ever been on has Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. So at this point, if your plane does have Wi Fi, it's like, are we even really a plane right now? Mm-hmm. Should we should we even be deemed acceptable to fly? I, I think this is like whenever um when you go to a, a bathroom and they only have the uh, the, the, the blow, blow dryers. Yeah. Like sure. I, I think I think if you don't have the paper option for me to to wash uh-huh. it, or dry off and mm-hmm. walk off, it should be deemed like uh, it can't work or not functioning or something yeah. like yes. that. You know what I mean? Like for instance, I went to a gas station one time and uh, the thing didn't have the thing to hold the thing. Oh man! You know gotcha. what I mean? That's had terrible. to hold had to hold the thing the entire time. Uh-huh. Yeah. That one should have been deemed not operable. Unusable. Can't use it. You can't use it. Put right? a
2: plastic bag on
0: it. Yeah exactly bingo put a plastic bag on it or just somebody do a little due diligence and say hey it seems like everybody that is, is getting gas at, at pump five is much more miserable than everybody else <laughs> yeah. what, do, what, what do we do here Th- that type of thing that's kind of what a plane without wi-fi is it should be deemed mm-hmm. not flyable at this particular point
2: yeah it's 2020 might as well not have wings My,
0: well oh you actually need last that. night's flight was very nice by the way there was well, no it? near-death experience no. and i will say getting on the plane we didn't know that there wasn't Wi-Fi. So we didn't know <laughs> that there wasn't Wi-Fi until I don't know about 30 to 45 seconds before we take off. Sure. So that was a real like slap in the face real quick. <laughs> and I, I was a little bit worried, obviously, because that's me, my thoughts, Foxy and Foxy's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just that's hour and forty-four minutes. I don't have games on my phone. Uh-huh. I, I only have one game on my phone. Foxy tried it last night. Great game. It's an awesome game. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, yeah, Foxy's very bad at it. It's not really a game, by the way. It's like a, uh, it's like a simulator. You're, you're driving a car, basically. <laughs> oh. It's literally how Pat drives in real life. It's on this little app. Yeah, and by the way, very good at the game. <laughs> very, very good at the game because it is how it... So that was really the only option, but you, know, you get sick of that after like four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so when you don't have any games on your phone, you don't have Wi-Fi, and you're trapped in a capsule for like an hour and 44 minutes... You know I was a little bit worried about what was potentially gonna happen there you know mm-hmm. like what am I gonna learn about Foxy here you know cuz there's probably gonna be some questions that are gonna yeah. come or are we just gonna sit in silence like that awkward silence I don't do well with that can't do that I, I don't do well with that what uh-huh. so we're just gonna sit here and we're very close to each other we're just not gonna say a single thing to each other <laughs> I've never been able to do that it was actually pretty nice yeah it was it actually wasn't that bad I mean I knew right when we heard we had no Wi-Fi there was definitely trouble around the corner and then inevitably <laughs> You got kicked in the mouth and signed up for yeah. Games. So oh, I knew it was going to be a bad night. I knew it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Foxy. Yeah. Probably because I uh, caught my head, jacked off a goddamn wall. Last <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brain bouncing oh, Didn't even get a chance to kind of piece it all together, how that War Games announcement could have potentially started as soon as we arrived at the airport. Bingo. By the way, three-quarters of a mile walk to the plane. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Uh, it was getting filled up, down ah, up. Well, getting, keep
2: the non-Wi-Fi planes in the back. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. They also told us there was some maintenance being done. And anytime you hear yeah, that, exactly. you're like, oh, oh Jesus. Like, the flight was late. flight was late, right? So, I mean, there was like oh. a series of things that all arrows were pointing at. Probably, You know, I'm a big universe guy. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I oh, think, yeah, I think the universe does things for you to go like, oh, okay, I understand that happened. I should actually look at that and be like, is that a sign or something? Last, yesterday, before we got on that plane, there was like 10 to 15 of them. Yeah. The most emotional text messages I've sent to my loved ones before. Taking. <laughs> he must to my wife. I sent her like this big long one Listen. about how awesome she is, <laughs> you know, and how much I love her and everything like that. I think I sent one to my mom, sent one to my dad. Mm. I was like, all right, here we go. Jay, I'm sorry, man. You get, <laughs> get you got it. I should have sent one to Jay. Jay. Jay, that's on me. As I was sending it, we took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't mm. send through. Could not be delivered. Because it was that. custom ones, each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of signs. The walk, though, it was so windy, obviously, because you're on an airfield. Yeah, <laughs> freezing so your ass cool. off. Yeah, and I had short, oh my god. Florida is like 68 and perfect whoa, right now. Nice. So nice. We-, yeah. we landed down there. Obviously, you get back to Wi-Fi, so it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your phone it's like yeah. ding, 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 or vibrating, or whatever. And then we stepped outside, and it was just like, oh my god. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we are. probably
2: why all the birds go down there.
0: Yeah, smart. See, Smart birds go down or dumb birds stay. Pigeons, are, there's pigeons around my house right now. Mm-hmm. They're fools. Yeah, they are. But they're also eating all the raccoons food that my wife... Oh, got oh, yeah, no. Pigeons in the backyard. Pigeons versus raccoons. Well, then there are squirrels, too. Squirrels have made their way up there, too. So now we have, like, a uh, family of squirrels, a family of raccoons... And then if I don't know, speaking of war games, box, <laughs> war games. <laughs> I thought I saw a possum too. Oh, the possum's a G, by the way. I learned about a possum. The possum's the only uh, North American marsupial. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Eternal, yeah. Forget. My friend. yeah. yeah. Well, I think it has a patch too. So oh, it's yeah. Marsupial. Yeah, that, like, that name they that. it up, but be it, careful, man. No, it's not a pet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they they, the possum's the teeth are very sharp. Oh, yeah. Very and sharp. And they chew
0: with their mouth open like they're fucking oh, yeah. horses, by the way. Like, really. you know. Whenever you're, when I'm sitting in the kitchen. And they show up and they're eating. Uh, it's on the deck, like right behind my kitchen yeah, or whatever. Dinner. And it's a it's a window that just separates us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you can tell when the possum's there because it's a, like a, a full crunch or thing. They all use their hands though. Uh-huh. It is well, you're like,
2: me the wild animal didn't mind its manners and chew with its <laughs> mouth closed? That's at Nick
0: Morodo, and uh, <laughs> you know you would think that even raccoons and opossums and squirrels, because they've survived for so long. Yeah. They wouldn't, you know, bite the hand that feeds them. Sure. is sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think what they need to know is I am a guy that can't take the sound of people chewing stuff. Oh no! So, you know, although Sam's she records it and says turn the sound on to hear this. Mm-hmm. Anytime I hear that, I I I almost uh, I almost you know punch myself in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nails sure. on a chop. Sure. The yeah. chewing sound is something I can't do. What's that called? It's called something. Oh, oh my God! Uh, it's called uh, something. Uh, I learned something about me. Chewing phobia? No, no, it's uh, something.
2: Not the fear of chewing.
0: No, it's the sound. It's like the sound of people chewing or whatever misophonia yes yeah, yeah misophonia oh, yeah. Yes, misophonia right. yeah. yeah i've always been like that and i've always felt like a bad person because like everybody else seems to be cool with this person eating like a fucking barn animal and uh i just for some reason can't my, like my head just can't take it so i'd always just move rooms mm-hmm. nice. you know like and not say anything like i this is a me problem i would always say like hey this is like hey this is, like, hey, this is me this is yeah. not you i understand that you just can't everybody else can seem to do it but you can't chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> <a false> <laughs> yeah I, like i i understand that this is this is a me problem though i'll go in there and then just a couple months ago now that we're in a society of hey everybody uh let's uh you it's not your fault it's a it's a problem <laughs> right that we're in right now mm-hmm. i i landed myself in one of those situations and guys i have a, a mental health problem with misophonia okay it is it's something tough. that just gets to me and they haven't figured out how to fix it by the way oh. there's exercises you can go through uh and i assume it's uh, forms of cruel and unusual punishment where you just sit hey. with a bunch of opossums surrounding yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to let you know, it's to all the people in my life that I've walked out of meals and gone into other rooms. And I said it wasn't it wasn't you, it was me. Mm-hmm. It actually was me. No. <laughs> but it's actually you too. So fucking figure it out. <laughs> dude, seriously. Close dude, your damn. It. You know what else falls in that category though? Hmm. Uh, pen clicking. Yeah, oh yeah. Typing, and, yep. I assume. Mm-hmm. Loud breathing. How about mouse clicking?
3: Mouse. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. that
0: goes way back, correct? Jay. 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 Do you want to play those games? Jay. All the say. clicking? Say, Jay. 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 say it, Jay. Jay.
3: Say, it. say it. Say it. Jay. I'm sorry for your childhood pet. No, I-
0: oh, oh, Jay. Oh, Jay, I had this misophonia... My whole life i assume mm-hmm. so my anger with you with that mouse clicking i apologize for it because it really was a me problem not a you problem subconsciously
2: yeah. that's why you didn't text him yesterday
0: bro he would play solitaire <laughs> well, potentially not that he, apologized, <laughs> so, he would play solitaire out in the kitchen okay in the kitchen our house was a ranch home right so kitchen connected living room living room a uh, little tiny closet then my bedroom then jay's bedroom then my mom's bedroom or mom and dad's bedroom then the bathroom here and there was a hallway that connected it right so jay's in the kitchen playing solitaire and this is like I don't know probably eleven eleven at night midnight maybe and Jay's the best solitaire player of all time. So Jay's clicking this thing.
4: Oh, <laughs> like,
0: and then you nobody has an A C hero. And, and also, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it, it was so loud it echoed through the I couldn't sleep. I <laughs> was in my room, door closed, everything like that. All I could hear is click, 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 click. Can I do it? Can you, can fucking play another game? Are we gonna slow down? I mean, can we do something? But yeah, yeah. I assume I'm not the only person that has that. Two thousand one was created, or was conditioned. Sorry. Oh, so these kids these days, that everybody knows what it is. You should see my first fourteen years of my life. I had to battle through telling people like. Yeah, for some reason I just can't Well get over it. I got a lot of that. I'm like
3: You don't understand. I don't know.
0: I literally can't. Yeah. I, I feel like I can get over a lot of stuff, but this one I just can't do it. I'm happy it's a real thing. At Tone Diggs, speaking of a real thing, mm-hmm. got a real, real game tonight. I real football. Game. Mm-hmm. Real game that I mm-hmm. Thursday night football. Arizona Cardinals go up to Seattle. They were getting three and a half points earlier in the week. It's down to two and a uh-huh. half right now. Kyler Murray. Uh, obviously coming off that massive Hail Murray deep ball to DeAndre Hopkins uh, and that's quite a high momentum wave you're on on Sunday for this Thursday game short week and the Seattle Seahawks coming off a bad 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 yeah. bad game uh-huh. couple Pe- bad games. Yeah, couple bad 3 3 in the last three games Russell Wilson has 10 turnovers which is not yes. normal by the way which makes you wonder is Russell Wilson broken and that's a I I'm really wondering that because Russell Wilson uh, physically, still has all the traits, obviously. He can do whatever he wants to do. But mentally, is it over for Russell Wilson? <laughs> and will the short week, you know, maybe getting the bad game out of their mind quicker be something good for the Seahawks? Ooh. Or is it something like they haven't been able to get over it yet? Mm, oh, there's so many no. storylines. So many storylines. Uh, Pete Carroll said that the boys are all excited to play Thursday night football. Oh, it. all right. So there you mm, go. That's well, huge. Ready to roll. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't
2: know. First game went to overtime. It was quite a tasty little treat.
0: The uh, Cardinal Seahawks? Yeah. Wonderful
2: game. Hopefully we get that again.
0: (sighs) Kyler Murray getting points. Will this be yet another NFL week where the Arizona Cardinals break my heart? $71,000 parlay a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Jesus. I love this though. I love this Cardinals team. I love the Cardinals team. I like Kyler Murray. Very early, I was calling for him the MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it feels like they are a team that wins but doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. But tonight they're getting points. So, so what do we do? So I oh, don't know. We got to get to a break. We'll talk about that later in the show. On the other side, we got Darius Slayton, who is uh, New York Giants wide receiver mm-hmm. in his second year. Uh, New York Giants there's some stories coming out of there yeah. I, they're on a bye week so I would assume the players are not around that situation Hopefully. but I'm definitely going to ask him if, it, <laughs> if from what you've learned about Coach Joe Judge would he be a guy that would look at a 6 foot 8 330 pound man and throw hands uh, Do you think it's like a fight him. club though they don't talk about it <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, I assume most fight clubs <laughs> in the NFL are probably not talking about fight clubs. <laughs> yeah. uh, F. Evil, what's your poll? Yep. Uh, which better we hammer tonight? Uh, we have Cardinals plus 2.5. We have Seahawks minus 2.5. We added the over and under. The over is at 57.5. Ooh. And then under is 57.5. Uh, right now, under is 8.4%. Uh, Seahawks uh, minus 2.5 is 19.2%. And uh, Cardinals plus 2.5, 34.2. And over. A lot of people think it's the over. I heard a lot of people talking about the over, which makes me think probably the under. Yeah. <laughs> yep. night football, NFC West matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh. Currently, Seattle Seahawks are favored by two and a half points. The Cardinals are getting two and a half points tonight as they make their way up to Washington to play the football. Their first battle this year went to overtime?
2: Yes. What <laughs> will
0: happen tonight? Do you take Kyler Murray in the points or do you think that Mr. Uh, uh, Larry. Larry is going to go back to playing football the way he played before the past three games that have 10 turnovers totaling them. Short week. The Seattle Seahawks just got beat. The Arizona Cardinals just won an absolutely magnificent game in thrilling fashion. Short week. Who will that benefit? Who will that hurt? Who wins tonight? Who plays well? To join us to talk about all that, ladies and gentlemen, 9-year NFL vet and host of the Man to Man podcast, Darius Butler. Yeah! yeah. yeah. What's up, you Yo!
5: What's happening, fellas?
0: You were a Lakers fan, weren't you, just a couple of months ago? Oh, no, no, no. I'm no. a LeBron
5: fan and a Heat fan. Come on, oh, man. Uh, okay, mm, you man, got your Miami sure.
0: Heat hat on uh, today. You had your Miami Dolphins hat on the other day after winning three straight games. And I saw <laughs> you check receipts on yourself, uh, like 2013 or something like that. Uh, the 2010,
5: team... 13. as far as back this
0: thing goes, man. You, you were tweeting about being a Dolphins fan, but I think now that we know you, we should also check the other teams to see if you were tweeting about, <laughs> yeah, you know, because there could have been a month or two there where you were a Dolphins fan, you know, and then that could have changed, maybe the sure. next month Very or something couldn't. like that. People are saying Darius. people are saying, nah, man,
5: that's all, all fake news, man. Uh, you, I've been, a, I've been a South, I've been a fan of all South Florida teams my whole life. I obviously, took a Dolphins break from old9 to '17. Football, but um, been a you know been a fan outside of that.
0: How about tonight? There's an actual really good Thursday night football game here. The finally, la- well, hold on. Last week was Colts Titans. Have a little respect, but the you're right though. Yeah. This is two. This is two weeks in a row where we have. Real games that matter here. AFC South last week. Now we got the NFC West, which by all accounts is the best division in football right now. Arizona Cardinals come off of that deep ball win. Hale Murray with DeAndre Hopkins making a play that was insane. Also Kyler Murray. Seattle Seahawks are coming off of three games where Russell Wilson has 10 turnovers in them. How do you see a short week working here? Who does it help? Who does it hurt? What do you think happens in tonight's game, Darius?
5: Man, it, it, it's it's tough to uh, to pick against Russ again and think he's gonna lose another one, but I, I think uh, I think Kyler Murray and those Cardinals gonna get him again tonight. Whoa. You know, coming coming off a big win over a really good uh, Buffalo Bills team. Um, you know, the Seattle, Seattle's banged up in the secondary. Both starting corners are out and they, they, hmm. they've been pretty terrible um, in the past defense area anyway all year. Oh. You come in, Kyler Murray got that 285 over under number, so I think he's going to throw over that.
4: Oh. Uh, Russell's
5: pretty high up there, like 315, 314 and a half, oh. I think. So I'm um, taking Kyler Murray. The Cardinals to win, and I'm taking Kyler Murray to hit that over tonight against the Seahawks secondary.
0: You got them uh, winning. That's a pretty good bet, too. Money line's like plus 125 or plus 115 for the Arizona Cardinals. That's good money, good bang for your buck. I like that bet as well. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have uh, lost me a lot of money this year, though, right? Because I've, <laughs> I've been a believer in them, and I've bet them on very regular occasion. Uh, just a few weeks back, obviously, we're 10 weeks into this thing. I left going in on 11 mm-hmm. here. A few weeks back, they go to Carolina and get their ass beat. You remember that? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. had yeah. no, they, they got their asses beat out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe they... Then they go to the Jets, I think, or the Giants, and it was like a close one or whatever. They weren't playing as great. They get the win. But that team... I think they have a team. If that defense can figure out how to stop people, Uh, for whatever reason, the defense was dominant at times. It hasn't been dominant. Against Russell Wilson, do you think the Cardinals defense is going to have problems? You said no to the Russell Wilson over or whatever. But that Cardinals defense with Buda Baker, who's potential defensive MVP, unbelievable football player, Patrick Peterson in the secondary as well, and others, have they been as dominant as they should be? And should we expect to see them be a dominant defense at any point for the Arizona Cardinals?
5: I mean, I think they should be a little more consistent. They got some good players back there. Some good players like you just talked about, Baker and pa- uh, Patterson. Peterson, my bad. Um, they got some good players. I w- I'm, I'm excited about them working in Isaiah Simmons though more. They're supposed to be working the in more this week. He had the, the game winning pick the last time these two teams met up. Um, they, they haven't been, like I said, just haven't been consistent, but they got the players. And this is that point in the season, you know, where the contenders and the pretenders kind of separate themselves. They know how important this game is. I think they come in and have a good game, but I mean it's, it's Russell Wilson. I think he's still going to put up his numbers. Um, still got weapons on the outside. Get some of his running backs back as well. Tyler Lockett's a little banged up. But he's you know he's going to be the starter he always is. So I won't say that they'll hold him to some type of uh, you know numbers, but his his over under is just too high. That's why I stayed away from it. But um, you know I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there and throws for three thirty. You know, in a in close game and a loss, but um, you know, the Cardinals—they got they got the weapons, but they just got to be more consistent. I'm excited about Simmons, man. I want to see him. I want to
0: see him getting a fold more, man. Contenders and pretenders. What a line there, dude. That was pretty oh. good. Bars, dude. Good for November. You. Oh, <laughs> November's when you find the contenders and pretenders. So tonight we find out who's the NFC West legit squad. Ooh. So you're saying now, granted, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna have a good night. All right, everybody knows yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald, Thursday night football. Feels like this is a game where Larry's going to clean up somehow. Mm. It feels like Thursday night football, Larry Fitzgerald. Now, granted, last week he made a couple catches. I I think he had one or two. But Thursday night football always feels like a time where Larry – and that might be a completely false stat. But I just have a feeling Larry Fitzgerald's going to (laughs) potentially pop off tonight.
5: I I don't know. It's just so many other weapons, Um, you know, to get off. Kirk uh, Hopkins, obviously. So Fitzgerald, he kind of gets in where he fits in. And obviously he brings value to that team. That doesn't show up on the stat sheet, you know. I wouldn't be surprised anytime Fitz has a big night. I just, you know, I wouldn't bet on it necessarily, just because all the wepo- all the other weapons. It's
6: probably so. I like
5: I like uh, how Kyle is getting involved on the ground too, man. Oh, he's yeah. running more this year. Um, he's, I mean, he's a little faster than even I thought he was last year. He just looks more dynamic. Get especially when you get around that red zone, you get in, in the end zone, man. Uh, it, it's an exciting team to watch. Um, still young head coach, young quarterback, is young, but um, you know, you got the savvy vets on the other side with Seattle. But uh, I'm excited about this Cardinals team, man.
0: Me too. And by the way, Kyler always has the same exact look on his face. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just the same. It was like 36. Shut up, Siri. Hey, always listening. Always listening. Be careful, dude. You should (laughs) not have said that to Siri. You do not want (laughs) Siri on your bad side there. You better Mm -hmm. hope that. She just rushes shit out. Wild, off, She's going yeah. to turn off your alarm clock. That's right. bold. You're going to sleep in all of hey, hey, man. I, yeah. Oh,
5: real quick, man. How's that job, man? I didn't know that You got ran down on a couple times. Uh, uh, oh, uh, change, yeah. crew. change of conversation. The crew. When you had me, AJ, and Nick there, <laughs> shit wasn't going down true. like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real, real true. Different. Now your jaw swollen and shit. Yeah, Come it's on, a little man. bit.
0: Okay, I got a little bit here on the left side. All right, a boot hit it pretty square. Um, <laughs> got thrown into a wall as well, which I did not know was that sturdy. Yeah, I couldn't have fathomed it being that sturdy, uh but you're right, you guys were mocked a couple of times for letting them get as close as they got or whatever, but I never got kicked in the moth. That's something hey listen, we got bamboozled last night we we did not even know those people were there, okay, mm. they come sprinting in, a whole fight happens. I think the boys tried, but ultimately yeah and I, I and as I watched it back and I asked the boys afterwards how they did in their fight they they said they all got a pretty a couple good shots in really, yeah. nice. I did, uh-huh. I did not. I did not. <laughs> it's
5: all on film that the eye and the sky don't lie. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, well, that's what I watched back, and it, I believe I was the. Uh the only outright loser of the whole thing. But I was I so was surprised. What do you want from me? I wasn't ready for the whole thing. Diggs, what do you got? Uh, D-Butt, last
2: time they played, Tyler Lockett had 20 targets and 15 receptions for 200 yards. D.K. Metcalf only had two catches. Do you think that was a concerted effort like the on the Cardinals part being like, we're not going to get beat by D.K. Metcalf. If we get beat, let it be by Lockett. Do you think they'll do something similar even though uh, Lockett went off for 200 yards last time?
5: Uh, you know what, Lock- lockie has been uh, he's been a little slowed down with that knee. Um but I mean, I think he's gotta be on that board. I mean, you wanna take away DK first DK um uh, first and foremost. He'll probably maybe even have hey, Peterson uh shadow him since uh Ramsey did a pretty good job with him last week. But we'll see, man. You gotta take away uh DK first. I still think and uh you know, Tyler Lockheed, I mean he's like a one B. He's not necessarily a two. He's kinda of been a quiet superstar in that in that uh, organization for a while now, so they're definitely gonna gonna make a concerted effort to keep an eye on the guy that went for two hundred last time. But I think um I think DK is still the number one guy on the, uh scouting report.
0: When you're a DB and you're going against a quarterback that has 10 turnovers in the last three games, does that make you feel pretty good, though? Like, hey, this guy might give us one now. He, he for some, he, he mentally might be broken right now. We don't know what's going on. He might give us one. He's been making uncharacteristic turnovers that are just very dumb, too. Like, you watch him back. There was one, obviously, yeah. we all saw. He could run for eight yards in a first down for sure. Throws across his body, just like a fade to the corner, uh, cornerback basically. It's, he's made a, is there something to that, or do you have to prepare if this is Russell Wilson, he's been broken for three weeks, he's going to come back.
5: Yeah, it's Russ. So you, you you expect to get his best shot. You know, it's prime time. Um, you know, back's kind of against the wall. The first half of the season, everybody was, you know, riding him. Oh, you know, MVP race, this, that, and the third. Now he's kind of tailed off a little bit. So, um, you know, he, he he's going to come in with a championship mindset. So you kind of got to throw all that out of, out of, the, out of your mind and just come in and, and, and try to have your best game of the year against this guy because he's going to definitely give you his best effort. And, I mean, you, that's that, those are some of the plays you get with Russ, man. Some of the things that make him that makes all players great can be the same thing that bite him in the ass uh, with timer too. two. So that play, that blind play where uh, Darius uh, Williams got that pick, you know, it was a great play by the defender, terrible play by Russ in hindsight. But if he makes that throw, he's like, oh, my God, that's what makes him great. So, you know, you kind of give and take. But uh, he makes a lot more of those plays that he gives up. And he's been playing bad, um, but I think he plays better tonight. But I just think, uh, you know, Kyler Kyler and the boys out-edge him.
0: That's very true, because that Russell Wilson roll where he throws it to the back corner to Tyler mm-hmm. Lockett, yeah. that ball is like the most insane catch. Well, up the, not most insane catch in football history, because Edelman's catch is insane. Julio's toad. There's Plexico. I mean, there's a lot here that we could potentially. Odell. Odell's insane. There's a lot that we could go through, but it's up in there in the conversation of one of the most ridiculous plays in NFL history, that back corner grab. And as soon as I say yeah. it, everybody, everybody knows what I'm talking about, and that's why it is characterized as one of the best plays of all the time. But that play could have easily, he could have easily got picked there at some point mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you're right so i guess that is like the gift and curse of the whole thing it's like yep. what ma- what makes them love you will also make him hate you at some point and uh that happens Absolutely. to everybody were you playing whenever old buddy down to texans through uh four straight pick sixes were you playing against that guy matt, matt shop, shop. Uh, it was I, last time we talked, I, I said it was 20 or, or 14.
5: Yeah, you said it was 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: 14. <laughs> it was four. Okay, we got 10 yeah, off. Yeah, you were off 10. Yeah, you're I was 10. off 10, a little bit of an episode. Yeah, 14 straight games, by the way. The pick six would have been a terrible year to be a fan of that team. That would have been a Loodle. little bit. Of, four straight, still tough. But is there any quarterbacks that you played against? You don't have to name them, but you're like, this guy's going to give us at least one, and you just got to catch ones that they throw you here.
5: Anybody that played for Jacksonville. Jacksonville <laughs> was my team. Going into that game, I felt like, you know, if, if I, I needed to score, you know, more than their offense scored. So, um, you know, anytime anytime I went to Jacksonville, those guys looked out. Uh, Shob, though, Matt Shob in Houston, my rookie year, is actually my first pick six of my career. Yeah, you were probably uh, a part of cause yeah, cause get it. Yeah, one of them. So, Shob, yeah, I, de- I definitely got in on that action, too.
0: You were a part of the – by the way, you were probably a part of that four, mm-hmm. the four straight, if I had to guess. Probably. You didn't even know when I gave you that stat. That's <laughs> I why, didn't. I didn't. That's why you are who you are. Uh, you guys got anything for d Yeah, d- yeah. D- yeah Connor,
3: uh You mentioned Tyre Lockett's knee swelling up this week. If you're a se- uh, in the secondary of the Cardinals, are you giving him like a knee to knee or a dead leg to kind of really oh, Jesus, test him or no? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean,
5: I've talked about it on this show, man. We're we're definitely aware of, of everyone's injuries, oh, yeah. um, but I mean, you, you you know, you just go out there and play. It's not like a a quarterback, a quarterback. I'd be a little more mindful, but little Tyler Lockett. I mean, he's just trying to get that little that little dude down on the ground. He's tough enough to tackle, so I mean, however you get him down, you get him down. But we're definitely aware of uh, of everybody's injuries out there.
0: For for, sure. for what, Darius?
5: Huh? I mean, we just we just want to know. We just want to. We just need all. We just need all the info. All in left knee, right knee. We <laughs> need to know they which come one.
3: Come on, punches
0: on the ground. This hmm.
3: damn they, these
4: yeah,
5: defenders. Just
3: oh, to make sure man, he's all
4: right.
0: Hey, I'm talking to Robert Mathis in about nine minutes. Can't wait to chat with him about uh, all this stuff. That'd
5: be a good one. Hey, my guy, hey, junkyard dog. Hey,
0: that's hey, what. what hey, Happy Founder's Day! Yesterday, I was going to tell him the um yeah. the just thought. Don't,
5: just don't throw those hooks
0: up. No, I would never. No, no, yeah, I no. would never. I you know. Yeah, you know. I have seen a Caucasian do it before, though, and it was Uh-oh. it was awesome to watch the, the you know the fallout immediately after. <laughs> it. That, was, that was one of those. Uh, okay, don't do what that guy ever did for the rest of your life. <laughs> Not that he ever would have, but um. He's first ballot Hall of Famer, I think, right? He's going to be a Hall of Famer. First
5: ballot, he should be, man. He set the tone. I mean, you, the strip sacks we see now that everybody, when you get near the quarterback, that's what everybody does now. Robert Mathis, you know, he was the greatest of all time when it came to that. Build this out of a few games um, doing that, man. So, yeah, he should definitely be uh, first ballot. Shouldn't even be a debate.
0: I mean, he would come around and just, I mean, he would literally be trying to saw the quarterback's arm off <laughs> at it's the Alabama. man.
5: Just- hey, I got a question for Connor real quick, Ooh. man. I you feel about those Patriots, man. Are they a little – feel a little better about him yet? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I feel fantastic. We reset the season two weeks ago, and we're 2-0 and okay. in the new season. Texans on Sunday. will move to 3-0, and then we'll make the playoffs at 11-5. and
0: Speaking of that, hold on, though, D-Butt. Did okay. you,
3: did, yeah, I try to tell you guys.
5: Y'all were counting them out. Y'all call calling them dead. Yep. Uh-huh. Can't do
0: it. I I, well, I, I, there's do some it. more information that has come out, though, that makes me think that they will literally never be dead. Were you ever in a meeting where Bill Belichick basically just – wrote the script for the game that was about to happen and then it happened? Because Cam Newton talked about that the other day. I mean,
5: lit- literally 90% of the games you went into. Um, and, and it's weird. And, you you know, you've been a part of the game week. Um, you know, after our Saturday walkthrough, that's pretty much it. Usually uh, with teams, as far as the last time they meet and get together, you go through that mock game and that's pretty much it. Um, but with with Belichick, well, no, you have your night meeting Saturday night too. But with Belichick Sunday coming into the game, like we got a 1 o'clock game. I believe it was 11 o'clock. We have one final team meeting, and in that team meeting, ninety percent of the time he would lay out that, like, all right, this thing, you know, right, I know we didn't prepare for it, but uh, they might come out with a little no huddle in the first half, so um, let's make sure we're on point with that, and then uh, it's it'll probably start raining in the third quarter, so if we get this, we'll take the win, <laughs> and we'll do this. It it it, it, was, it was wild, man. It was it was really some wild shit. So for Cam for him to be in that first year in it. I can definitely understand him kind of being like amazed by it. It, it, it was crazy.
0: This dude is telling us when it's gonna ring. <laughs> yeah, well, Ernie it Adams, was, on it was, was nuts, man. Uh, what do you have, Gumpy?
2: Yeah, D, but both of us being lifelong Dolphins fans, uh, oh, I really loved OJ McDuffie growing up. I'm just wondering who is your favorite Dolphin of all time? Oh, Jason Taylor.
5: Oh, uh, all time, damn. Ricky Williams is a favorite. Um, gene atkins gene atkins was married. he was married into into the family so uh I would have to say gene atkins okay, oh nice favorite. jerry Zonka. jackson was my high school coach yeah. too he was a safe i got a lot of favorite dolphins man patrick certain sam madison those guys out oh that, I ooh, did like that was good jackson, but uh i got
0: i got i could go all day man i love it yeah, but
3: I you love mercury squad, morris man. too yeah ones.
0: yeah Hey, how about uh, Ray Finkel? Guy guy got a yeah. bad rap there. You know what I mean? Like, guy got a bad... And it wasn't
3: even his
5: fault. No. I think you told me that. You were, Matt Overton, told me. The laces are on the long snapper. Man. Yeah,
0: it wasn't Marino's fault. Like, Marino should not have been getting death threats for that entire thing yeah, from man. Ray Finkel. And, and But I do believe that was a time where... Long Snapper was also potentially the defensive tackle and like the corner. <laughs> so like maybe it wasn't laces at that point and maybe yeah. old, maybe old Dan did kind of mess that up. Ray yeah, Finkel got it back. And, and you know um, Snowflake also does not get talked about enough. The Dolphins the, the field goal kicking Dolphin yeah, I think 100, 100 accuracy. I, I've never seen Snowflake miss. I don't think, and that's something that doesn't get Impressive talked about. Like yeah, that's Hall of Famer as well. Just like you are, Darius Butler. Whenever it comes to being absolutely incredible on this show, sir, you make us smarter. You're entertaining host of the Man to Man Podcast, nine year NFL vet, ladies and gentlemen, lifelong Dolphins fan,
5: lifelong, lifelong. Way back to Joe Robbie Stadium,
0: baby. Oh, Darius Butler with a wink. Darius Butler. Yeah! <laughs> Ah, uh, that was a good conversation. We got to get to a break. So he likes the Arizona Cardinals tonight. Interesting. Man, they've lost me so much money.
3: So oh, so yeah. much
0: money. Oh, yeah. And I am such a supporter of their team. I almost want to not bet on the night. And what Zito, what's going on with your poll cuz I think I think one of the choices yeah. for the poll is probably going to slowly emerge as what we should bet on mm-hmm. here. For a second, Zito, what is the poll for the day? Uh, today's which bets are we hammering tonight? Uh, right now, the under is last, 9.1%. Seahawks, minus 2.5, 20.9. And then we have Cardinals, plus plus two and a half, thirty three point seven, 33.7. And the over, 57.5, uh, 36.2. This That's feels like this is an under bet game. Yeah, uh,
2: uh, under in Seattle, if you're looking at that since, poll. Since 2003... Divisional games with a total of 50 or more points are 40, 27, and 3 to the under. Oh! oh I gotta go the back. Gotta go the bathroom. Little guy.
0: <laughs> 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 We're going to get to a break. Tony Under just has a doo-doo. He's um, had a moment with himself. It's everywhere! So, sorry to interrupt. I want to let you know that if you're not gambling a FanDuel Sportsbook, you're wrong. Yep. Now, granted, you might live in a state where FanDuel isn't available yet, and we are trying to get to your state, your city, your town, as soon as feasibly possible. Well said. You know what I mean? hmm Because obviously some states have to legalize sports gambling. Sure. And then once they legalize sports gambling, then FanDuel has to go to work behind the scenes to get FanDuel as one of the companies that can go in there and do mobile gaming.
1: Yeah, strenuous process.
0: It is. But I want to let you know, it's worth it. FanDuel thinks it's worth it because they want you to enjoy the greatest sports book on planet Earth and... The moon! Damn right. FanDuel has the best odds out there, the most user-friendly app, and they will refund you if they feel as if you got fucked over.
1: Yeah, probably... A little more than they should, to be honest. Yeah, especially, you know, for us, we like taking all their money. I
0: mean, that's what it's all about. Right. Like giving out gambling picks. At Hammer Don, by the way, our uh, gambling uh, social media handle and our podcast that comes out of this office, which I would recommend listening to. Michael Lombardi, uh, Gumpy, Diggs, and myself give a lot of picks and everything like that. We're trying to take every dollar from FanDuel. But whenever they refund so many people, it gets very confusing on uh, why they're doing what they're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, are you guys trying to make money? And I don't think I think
0: they're trying to make gambling as transparent, as fun, and as convenient as possible for everybody.
1: That sounds about right. And
0: I'd say if that is their mission statement, mm-hmm. check, check, check.
1: Bye. Yeah, doing a damn good job. They're the best.
0: We're very lucky to be partners with FanDuel, and if you get a chance to gamble with us, I uh, know that my Super Boost will come out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I've lost a few in a row here, so that means this one's going to hit.
1: Yeah, That's you were the- kicking it around. It sounded pretty tasty. Yeah, so.
0: I feel pretty good about it. It'll be the best odds on the entire uh, mobile gaming sportsbook anything world, basically. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by best odds is whenever you bet – And let's say a bet is plus 100, okay? That means it's straight up, Mm -hmm. okay? You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks back. If it's minus one hundred and fifty, that means the team that you're betting on is probably the favorite. Yep. You bet hundred bucks, you're only going to win fifty bucks on the backside of that. Okay, so you have to start doing math. And if it's plus one hundred and fifty, okay, that means you're betting on the underdog. You bet hundred bucks, you're going to get one hundred and fifty bucks back because the person you're betting on isn't supposed to win, so you get better payouts, better odds on your money.
1: Absolutely, well said.
0: Okay, so for those that don't know gambling, my super boost is the best odds of any it's called a super boost of the odds we're boosting the odds of something so the payout is better than it is anywhere else
1: right not gonna find it anywhere
0: else and that's why it's disappointing when i don't hit because i like hitting for everybody because they started giving us numbers that we were making off of them with the super boost and we were raking from FanDuel.
1: unbelievably so
0: have to keep doing that Mm -hmm. they'll continue boosting the odds we'll keep giving out good picks hopefully We'll keep giving out winners, which we have done throughout the season. Way over way over 60% margin for winners. And uh, we can't thank FanDuel enough for everything they do. They're good. Good people.
1: Great app, good people.
0: Yeah, shout out FanDuel. Also do their daily fantasy. You can win some money on there if you're in the States that Sportsbook isn't available. And if Sportsbook isn't available, we're coming to your town. Thank you, FanDuel, for everything you've done for us. And thank you, FanDuel, for making gambling fun, convenient, and trustworthy. <laughs> Joining us now is a wide receiver for the New York Giants. He went to Auburn, ran a four three, nine forty at the ooh. combine, but somehow uh, was only a fifth round draft pick. Hmm. A man who's made a name for himself as being a great wide receiver for the New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen, Darius
4: Slayton. woo! Yeah. Hey, yeah. What's
7: going on, man? That much, man. Appreciate you having me on. Hey, War Eagle, dude. Or, see, there we go. <laughs> off the right way.
0: Hey, it is always right tough, way. though. It is always tough. Anytime we have a caller from Alabama, you always just want to go roll tide, and then they, you know, roll tide right back. But there is, I feel like, uh, a lot of Auburn representation too that I feel like would be a little bit upset if Alabama is only to be known as roll tide country.
7: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's. We used to say the state of Auburn uh, when I was at Auburn. You know, kind of kind of take over the state a little bit
0: uh do you know uh gerard powers one of my good friends former auburn guy uh he got his hand bit by the dog at georgia <laughs> did you have anything happen like that uh whenever you were playing against any mascots
7: no that never happened yeah uh, he got his- <laughs> i don't think i ever got that close to the dog
0: Smart. That's smart, by the way. He drawed very, very dumb for that decision. (laughs) I think he was like celebrating too, so it was like a full moment. Yeah. Uga took a chunk. Yeah, took a bit of his left hand. Yeah, I do believe. You can look it up. I'm not 100% sure, but one of my favorite stories. And I think his reaction was like, his dog? like uh, He's a good guy. Auburn, the, the team doesn't seem to uh, always be in the hunt, but they're a good squad. Whenever you come out of Auburn, you run a 4-3-9 in the 40. Uh, you're, you don't get drafted till the fifth round. Was that very surprising? Were you surprised by that uh, when the draft took place? Did you expect to go higher? Did you expect to go
7: a little bit earlier? Um, I'm a pretty realistic guy, and so I knew like my production wasn't necessarily the highest. I mean, obviously, I knew I had the ability, but um, you know, I knew I'd probably be a mid-round guy because of my college production. So, um, you know, I didn't think I would go in the fifth. I wasn't happy I went in the fifth, but um, you know, obviously, you know, I've I've, I've done all right since. I've yeah, graduated. yeah, you absolutely <laughs> have. It was it's been oh, a hell, up
0: hell of a pickup. The um, the thought of Danny Dimes becoming the guy over there and you two kind of growing together now right and i remember when andrew luck got drafted we brought in ty hilton too i think in like the third or fourth round but anytime you heard andrew luck talk about ty hilton he was like i love playing football with ty hilton you and daniel jones seem to have a pretty good connection what is it about him as a player and do you think he's fairly judged outside of the building harshly judged what do you think the the talk is about daniel jones
7: um, I think outside our building, I mean I think he definitely he gets pretty pretty judged pretty hard, you know, it's pretty tough being uh one in New York and then being the quarterback at that. So but um obviously coming in with him, you know, right off the bat, I'm sure like y'all could tell with Andrew Luck, um DJ is a super smart guy, obviously a talented throw over the football, so um, you know, pretty quick, you know, I knew he I knew he was gonna be somebody fun to play with. You get a new head coach this year, Joe Judge.
0: And the first opening night, I think it was a Monday night football game, Fowler and Herbstreet were calling it. And I think Herbstreet went on to talk about how Saquon and everybody basically bought into what Joe Judge was pitching because the last couple of years, his New York Giants football hasn't been fantastic. What was what Joe Judge came in pitching? And whenever he recovered that fumble in training camp in the mud, were you guys forced to cheer for him? Or was that genuine happiness for him making that play? (laughs)
7: Nah, that was genuine happiness. Okay, we did I didn't think he was gonna do it. You know, it everybody we were having the rookies do it. You know, the rookies jump in the mud and slide through the mud and then um somebody just started chanting, you know, Coach Judge, Coach Judge, and then it you know, picked up steam and he went and did it. So uh it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope when he did that.
0: What is uh, what is the culture like though with him that may I don't wanna say is better or but what is it different? What is Joe Judge brought into the building? Uh because it feels like and I know it's obviously not been yeah, a dream start for you guys this year but everybody says it and i assume you guys hear the nfc east you guys are in the drivers literally and i would assume joe judge is pitching that like hey listen it doesn't matter what has happened in the past right now with the division we're in we can get into the playoffs once you get into playoffs anything can happen he probably even said the giants team uh was like seven and blah 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 they get into playoffs they win a super bowl beat the undefeated uh, patriots that you know the organization he was previously from but what is the culture that joe judge is bringing in there and what is the conversation about hey we still got everything in front of us that we potentially
7: want right now um i think the culture just i think he brought in a lot of structure i guess is the best that's where to use um he's a pretty he's a pretty detailed oriented guy uh he knows what he wants out of us obviously you know we work hard you know with all the, the stuff you know whatever the training camp stuff but um to be honest everything we've done whether it was conditioning or different drills or stuff like he's really smart and and to be told a lot of this stuff has showed up like in games and stuff like that you know sometimes in any part of football everybody's done stuff where you're like okay yeah this is this isn't gonna work like a hundred percent and then you get out there and you're like wait a minute like it's kind of you know Obviously, keep- from what you know about him do you think he would stare a
0: six foot eight, three hundred and thirty pound man in the eyes, and say, "Let's fight." Did you hear the rumors coming out yesterday? Obviously, you're in a bye week. Did you watch the internet? Have you guys had like a team email that said, like, just to clarify, nobody was throwing fists at each other yesterday. We're just moving a different. Has that whole thing been settled behind the scenes by you guys? And you can talk us. You can tell us as much as you're allowed to tell us. Obviously, don't get yourself in trouble. I don't want to fucking burn a bridge yeah. with the Giants or you get yeah. yourself in trouble.
7: I mean. I heard about it, but I mean, I'm pretty like they. It said it was no. There was no truth to that, though. So, man, that's all. I that's all I know about it. <laughs> oh, man,
0: you know how much fun we had with that though. There was like <laughs> oh, there was like ten minutes. There was ten minutes where we thought there was a chance that Joe Judge in a in a. Former NFL offensive lineman was just ragdolling. Him. And then got, there was a full ten minutes, and then everybody was like, "Not true, not true, not true, not true." I assume they had to address it with you guys, though, because anytime something like that gets out, the team should know what's going on. Diggs, what's going on?
2: There's. It came out in camp that you guys were had to do laps, and then we saw the DBs had tennis balls on their hands. Did did wide receivers have to catch the balls with like mittens on or anything like that?
7: Yeah. <laughs> nah, uh, the DB, The tennis ball thing just came from this them, you know, beat. DBs, you know they, they can't help it. You know they, they want to grab and hold, and G- you can't do that. Yeah. So I you know, <laughs> had to put tennis. They put tennis balls on their hands for a little bit.
0: And so that was something that in practice they were cheating too much. Joe Judge is like, I'm fucking sick of it. All right, tape some tennis balls in the damn palms. <laughs> I'm tired. We can't even get any drills done. Or is that them trying to like that was like a drill like we need to stop grabbing? Or was it because they were cheating grabbing so much in practice that they it was a a reaction move?
7: It's more so one of those things where it's like he, oh, man. he's big on like uh, stuff that gets you beat, right? So penalties, turnovers, stuff like that. So it was just kind of one of those things If you want to create habits, you know, good habits. And so obviously not grabbing and getting pass interference calls um, is a pretty good habit to have, you know, keep you from having penalties. So that's, that's kind of mostly where it stemmed from. It's
0: also a good way to do like a handshake now that we can't touch each other's hands. Oh, yeah. That's Just tennis ball to tennis yeah. ball, you know what I mean? Maybe Joe Judge really created something there. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. pump, pump. You know what I mean?
7: Stop hands. It's corona <laughs> conscious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it takes all of us, Darius. Don't you forget it, okay? I hope there's nobody in your house right now. I know it's a bye week, but you better be isolated for the next 10 days with no conversation with anybody, Darius. It takes all of us, dude.
7: <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the oh that's across the league right now
0: yeah Uh yeah they're locking you guys down even more by the way just just a little bit of a head i don't know if you saw that during your bye week here and i don't want to be the bearer of bad news (laughs) but i think you're
1: not even allowed to look at your teammates at this point i'm pretty
0: sure you're not even allowed to look at each other at this point what do you got ty Uh,
1: darius earlier in the season there was a lot of talk about the field that you guys play on being like an issue with the turf and all that kind of stuff have you ever experienced anything like that or do you think that was just like a couple of freak accidents with all the injuries
7: yeah, I think it was just some freak accidents. I mean, so far is brand new. I, say. I mean, I know there hasn't been a ton of in- injuries there, but that's a brand new turf field. Um, you know, there's brand new turf fields all across the league, so I think it just was more so coincidence that it happened to happen in our stadium more so than anything.
0: Darius, you run really fast. What do you do? Do you do any weird stretches or body things? <laughs> do you do anything? do you, are you a you do like super stretchy guy?
7: Do you get like
0: uh, acupuncture and all that stuff? What do you do?
7: Uh no, I'm actually uh, it's just just not I sound very unprofessional, but I'm I'm more of like a, you know, get up and take off kind of guy <laughs> <laughs> kind of old, kind yeah of old school vitality yeah me too you, know, you hit like a little hamstring stretch or something and then you just you don't know, take off and go you know
0: yeah absolutely i uh i didn't understand the people that wasted like so much time stretching i'm like what are we doing here you're, you're gonna be tired but i didn't do enough cardio <laughs> to do your warm-up to do what we got to do here but then once you get old there Dar- hey Darius, just wait you hey i'm sure a lot of old guys have told you this it's going to come. it's going to and if, when it gets there to you by the way, it's going to be like, "Oh! Oh my god, I got to stretch now." Oh, this is this is a whole new world. I'm going to have to stretch now with this, but it's going to come Darius. It's going to happen.
7: Well, you know we got we got Golden Tate on the team now. Golden's I think in year 11, I think. And he's got a whole like the tubs, the stretch. Oh yeah. Like uh-huh. a, a concoction of like Tiger Balm and the <laughs> other stuff. I'm like, I, hey, man. Let's put the pads on. Let's get out to practice. Let's get the things. Get the show on the road. You know. So, hopefully that day never comes to me, but I'm sure it will. It's going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, because
0: I was, I was, I was like you for like the first four years, and I saw Vinatieri. Vinatieri had like a, uh, like a forty-minute stretch. Then, like, a 30-minute, like, deep tissue massage. Then he'd get in the tub. Then he'd go on the field. He'd kick a flat ball. Well, he'd do this whole running thing, and then he'd kick a flat ball. Then he'd get up to a full ball. And then by the time – that's, like, an hour and 30 minutes at that point, maybe two hours of warming up. Then he'd kick 12 balls, okay? And if we missed, we kicked a couple – which didn't happen often. we kicked kick a couple more, and then he would cool down for the entire time. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I, I ain't got it. I, I ain't got that in me because I would show up, swing, swing okay we're good let's go ahead and go for it fools and then about year five it was like oh probably should get in the tub today uh, and then like you're six you're like oh i gotta start stretching i guess i gotta start doing this it happens to everybody and obviously that's the goal for your career to be as long as possible is golden tate the guy you look at because you always hear coaches tell younger players it's like hey see a vet go ahead and just go in their back pocket and whatever they do there's a reason they're where they're at and that's where you want to get to is golden tate the guy for you and who are some wide receivers you've looked up to uh while you're coming through this whole thing
7: Uh, on my team, yeah, I mean, definitely, he's, obviously, he's our oldest receiver. Um, you know, Sterling's been in the league, like, five or six years, too, so he's, he's got a little knowledge, but, um, I mean, he, he has everything, you know, from, you know, you know, there's just little stuff in football, you know, just little tricks and stuff like that. So that type of stuff I try to, I try to learn from them, and then just across the league, um, I mean, obviously, he's killing it right now, but Devontae Adams is, is a guy that I watch, I watch a lot of his stuff, um. I try some of his stuff. It doesn't always work, but, uh, (laughs) you know, he's really, really good. So, uh, you know, he's, he's one person I try to, try to steal some stuff from.
0: All right. Well, keep it going, brother. You're on your way. You do. You play great football. Excited to see what happens with that Giants team. Feels like there's real momentum going. And, uh, in that NFC East, that's all you need is just a little tiny bit of Mm -hmm. momentum. And it feels like you'll get going. Good luck. Thanks for, uh, joining us. And, um, Tell Joe Judge that if he's going to fight anybody, like just tell us about it so yeah, we can break yeah. <laughs> the news or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> hey, War Eagle, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Slade. Yeah. What's up, War Eagle? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so sorry to interrupt, dude. Like, so, so sorry. Apologies. The conversation was going there.
1: It really was. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: And here we go, interrupting it like this.
1: Got paid bills.
0: What we're interrupting it with is something that matters, though. Oh, yeah. Are you the best version of you that you could possibly be, you think?
1: Definitely not.
0: Does your skin, hair, anything else really that revolves around men's health, is it at its highest that it could possibly be?
1: I mean, it could probably be better.
0: And that's the thing about it is there's a company out there that's a men's health brand Mm -hmm. that is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Okay, they are unbelievable. And that is Roman. Roman. Roman is a men's health brand that makes you and wants you to be the best version of you possible. Your hair fuller, your skin brighter, anything else you have going on, they want to take care of you. And they want to do it in a fashion that is most affordable. But it's not just skin. It's not just hair. It's not just everything like that. It's also whenever you go in and you go to do the Mm lovemaking. You know what I mean? The men's health brand wants to be your tag team partner and being the best you in all facets of your life. And did you know that if you're somebody who uh, doesn't have sex for as long as you would like, and we're not saying you go quick. Hey, hey, maybe you just don't go as long as you wanna go. Yeah. Maybe your sex life, you want it to go long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. You wanna put on a show in there. Hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. You know what you're thankful for? Maybe the incredibly long sex that you're having. Hey, maybe. how about the holiday season? No better time to celebrate 2021, by the way, is a beautiful love
1: making session. Mm-hmm. It is cuffing season.
0: It is cuffing season. If you wanna put on a show in the bedroom, you need to tag team partner with. Our friends are Roman with the Roman swipes. I love Roman swipes. These things show up at your door in discreet packaging. Nobody knows that you have a tag team partner that's small enough to fit in your back pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Nobody will even know that you have it. Then whenever it's time to, you know, do the deed. hmm When it's time to...
1: Sling some salami. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? Whenever you're out there with your baloney, about to really make a sandwich, mm-hmm. and it's time to go, why don't you do it for a long, long time, Ty? You pull out the Roman swipe. Okay, you rub it on your tool, mm-hmm. your baby maker, yep. your magic stick, yes, your dipstick. Mm-hmm. Your how's it going? How you doing? Keep it moving, Pleasure Town. Here we come, stick. Mm-hmm. Okay, you rub it on there. It'll dry quickly. It'll not transfer to your partner, and it is scientifically proven to make you last longer in bed. Bologna
1: sandwich, extra mayo. Long time making it.
0: We can't thank Roman enough. And right now you can get free two-day shipping on your Roman swipes. Get them in time for Thanksgiving next weekend. Get them in time for the holiday season. Stock up on these things for the winter, because I do believe we're getting locked back down.
1: Looks like it. In a
0: lot of places. Mm-hmm. So you know what time it is? Why not just have a little bit of a sex fest? Might as well. <laughs> Go to GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. Free two-day shipping on these Roman Swipes. You will love them, and so will she or he. Have a time of your life behind the closed doors with our friends at Roman Roman Swipes, and also make yourself the best you possible uh, with everything else that the men's health brand has for you. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. Back to the show. Joining us now is a man who I would assume has played everywhere in the NFL, going to be in the Hall of Fame absolute legend of a human ladies and gentlemen Robert Mathis yeah! Woo! hey man uh first before we get started happy belated founders day to you and your uh your your fellow Q dogs my friend
8: hey what's going on man I, you have,
0: yeah. hey no problem <laughs> thanks for being here um Robert, I, we were just talking about Seattle, and did you ever get a chance to play up there? Was that the loudest place you've ever played? Now, granted, when you're on the field, it's normally very quiet in opposing places, but just from sitting on the bench and hearing a place, I always thought Houston was very, very loud. I always thought Houston was loud.
8: Yeah, that it was a night game in Houston, and uh was the one JJ got his little scoop and score, yeah. and uh, the roof, like, seemed like it just popped off, man. But uh, Seattle was very loud. Kansas City was extremely loud, but uh, I still put the RCA Dome up against any stadium uh, when it comes to uh, how loud it, it, it could be.
0: I forgot, about the, I forgot about the RCA Dome. The RCA Dome uh, was the Colt Stadium before Lucas Oil Stadium, right? So that was a place where people were like, well, they're piping in noise or whatever, but if you talk to anybody in Indianapolis, it's like, no, that place was like built to be loud. It was kind of, I think it had like, below average seats right so people didn't yeah. want to sit down much they were standing and then yeah. Lu- lucas oil came and i never got to play in the rca dome but when lucas oil came in these people were in like recliners and a <laughs> yeah. it's not as loud or whatever they're like the rca dome played no games back in the day though i guess
8: oh yeah it was it was very comfortable and uh and lucas it was very comfortable lucas oil can, as compared to the dome. it was as loud as hell man it was like 50 60, seats which was uh Significantly smaller than most stadiums, oh.
0: and it was like a hockey arena venue, huh? Felt like it was like a hockey arena almost.
8: It was it was something. That's when uh we was converting everybody to football fans from
0: basketball. Oh yeah, that's whenever the team that you guys were on, because Indianapolis and everybody tells a story about when Peyton got here, when he got to the Colts. He told, like, uh, he did an NFL Films interview where he said uh, the Indianapolis with his, I can't do it. I tried to get a little nasally. (laughs) I couldn't get there. But he said in his accent, basically, that the Indianapolis Colts were a team that everybody circled. And they were, like, pumped to play against. And then he said, like, even in the state of Indiana and the city of Indianapolis, it's, like, racing first, the Indianapolis 500, then basketball, and then football was, like, the third thing. And then you guys were a part of basically the changing of a culture in an entire state, now diehard football place. That had to be kind of a cool experience, though, to see an entire city kind of revolve and come around uh, behind you guys.
8: Yeah, absolutely, man. Just to be part of that whole movement. Uh, just to see the transition from the in, in the city that people are now wanting to come and uh, the coach tickets are kind of a hot commodity, and just see things coming back to full circle. Now it's even it's even better now. Been on a, basically on the on retired side looking in. Uh,
0: you're a Ring of Honor member, right? Yeah. No, have you got on there yet? You have. No,
8: it's, uh, it ironically it was going to be this particular game, but they postponed it because of. Uh, There's not a lot of fans there, and they wanted more fans there for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, there should be. That's an awesome celebration. Uh, We were there for Freeney last year. You were coaching, uh, and you got a chance to be a part of the celebration, obviously, but you're coaching during the game. You and Freeney are maybe the most disrespected defensive end duo in the history of the NFL. Why is that?
8: Man, we just got a lot of haters, man. I, I, I I, I don't get it, but... I will say, being in a small market, that, that has something to do with it. But uh, I always say, put the numbers up. So anybody that came off the heat, brought the heat more than we did as a duo for the better part of 10 years, let me see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the um, the team was constructed that way, though. Now, granted, I think you were a big hit for Bill in, Uh Fifth round, sixth round? Oh, uh, fifth round, fifth round draft pick played special teams. By the way, covered kickoffs. Whoa. Well, yeah, yeah, imagine that. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I wish. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah that's right. I know. I know. Like, you didn't like doing it, obviously, but man, it would have been awesome to kick off and see '98 running down. <laughs> yeah. It would have been insane. But you obviously hit for them. You were an undersized outside rusher. Dwight Freeney was a first-round draft pick for them, undersized rusher, and you two hit in the way they. The way they, that was, that sounded like a wolf back there. By the way, I hope it's okay. Everything's back there. But the the um, the way the team was built. Okay, we're gonna pay. Peyton, we're going to pay some weapons. We're going to get a lead on teams. And then we're going to have two defensive ends that whenever they try to drop back to pass, we're going to kill them every time. And it led to the winningest decade in NFL history. So, I mean, that had to, that has to be a, you and Freeney have to feel pretty damn good that you were pillars of a team that was, you know, one of the most successful teams in the history of the NFL.
8: Yeah, like I said, it was a great feeling. Very humbled by it. And uh, yeah, we was basically called in to be game closers. You know, Peyton, he's going to jump up 14, 21 uh, more points early in the game, and we just had to protect the lead.
0: It feels like nowadays a 14-point lead is nothing. Do you, back in the day, 14 points used to be an okay lead. Like, okay, we're up 14. Granted, we need to get more. If we get to 17, this thing's about over. But now with the way offenses are, it feels like 14, 17 is absolutely nothing. From a defensive end standpoint and a defensive guy and you hate quarterbacks guy, how do you feel about what, where the NFL is at right now with uh, how efficient offenses are, how hard it is to get off the field as a defense now? And do you think it will ever come back around to being a defensive dominant game?
8: I, I would say <clears> – <throat> I wouldn't say offensive. They're just juggernauts like that. They just protect the quarterback too damn much. Uh, you can't hit him too low. You can't hit him too high. He gets two referees watching him every play. Uh, they can they can make us – they can simulate snap counts to make us jump offside, but we can't do it – we can't uh, simulate a snap count to make them jump. We get uh, uh, unsportsmanlike. Uh, receivers get five-yard grace. It's just it's a whole lot of people want to see points being scored. But, <laughs> hey, when you got defenses that are balling, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts, uh you give them credit, man, because it's, it's very tough in today's game, even uh, with this whole targeting. You got to let guys catch the ball. It's just a whole lot of offensive favoritism, but there are a lot of defenses. Like you got Baltimore, Pittsburgh, They they've been – consistently good over the years and so and nothing's changed this year
0: the Col- but, the Colts defense is unbelievable you work with a lot of them what is it this year is it another year of maturity another year of experience you think in the system with the like what, what do you think it is about that defense that's making them ball out and obviously Darius Leonard is having a hell of a year as well and DeForest Buckner has been a great trade
8: there you go he's a, he's a difference maker along with uh, Grover Stewart our two inside guys on that defense in that defense of uh, starting eleven. They're kinda of, they're the engine. And uh Grover, he's playing out of his mind right now. Then you got DeForest Buckner. That's a hundred million dollars well spent. And then you have our edge guys, and then you got uh, Danico Denico Archery. Now nobody's talking about him, he leads the team in sacks. Uh Justin Houston. Uh he a future Hall of Famer in my in my book. I think he's gonna be be up there. And also you got Terray, come over on his way back. And you just have – a every across the board, from DBs to the to the D-line linebackers, everybody everybody's a dog on their defense. And that's – that's especially in that 4-3 scheme, that's what you need.
0: Hey, man. You know, I used to do the ice pick spin move and everything. Like, hey, that, <laughs> that guy's a dog here. You know what I mean? That's what they would say about me, Robert. You know
8: that. Yeah. You tried it last time I was on the show, man. It was pretty stink. No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, no, no. That, that's not – who who okay, first off, who who's who's giving me all these woes and what wow. y'all wanna
1: do? Oh what you guys wanna do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, Robert. How's life, man? Are you coaching still? Gridiron gang's yeah. going?
8: Yeah, we uh we got guys uh, football season, high school, uh college is coming to an end, so guys are it's gonna training's gonna pick back up. So right now I'm just sh- I train when it's time to train. I chill when it's time to chill.
0: Uh, a guy who did do the woeing, uh, who asked to ask you a question, his name's Connor. No, that's false.
3: Um, Mr. Mathis, when- what
8: was the Patriot guy? Yeah, that's it. These oh, are mine. Yeah. The best- it's him back there, huh? No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. him back yeah. there. No, no, he's no. no. Over here. <laughs> it's the guy
0: with the glasses, Robert. It's the guy tell with him. the glasses. Mm-hmm. Tell him I said he's salt. Salt. Show salt. man.
4: I'll
8: tell him later. <laughs>
3: uh, Mr. Mathis, uh, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson are going to at tonight as a pass rusher. How much does your game change when you're going up against a guy that you know can make plays with his feet?
8: Oh, it, it, man, it it's. We, we 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 hate those kind kind of guys because they can run away from you, and so you have to uh, tailor it just a little bit. And I would always say you got to run a lot of trap games early in the, early in the game. What's that? What's that? Okay, we used to run something. It was we called it rock bait. So that means the white runs. He runs. We call it around the horn. Don't touch anybody. Just just haul ass up the field. And I'm gonna make sure the uh, the quarterback sees me take an inside move. So he sees that open lane. He takes it. Dwight comes around and tomahawk sack, you know, you know detach him from the football, and then we scoop and score, give it back to Peyton. So that, a, that's a chess so.
0: game there. So, so you are, okay, so when this quarterback gets to the point of potentially me and his vision, I'm going to crash underneath. So he thinks that the inside of the pocket is going to be loaded. He's going to turn right into Dwight Freeney.
8: Right, He's the, he doesn't don't even see him coming. It's crazy. Oh, my God. So there's
0: all that shit going on every single – is it is that happening every play? There's stuff like that happening? And yeah. how come it never gets talked about? Because I feel like that's rather important in this whole thing.
8: Yeah, that's what I teach my guys is that it's chess, not checkers. Every pass rush move needs to set up the next one. And also every game that we run needs to instill some kind of doubt. So the next time we run that stunt that kind of looks like that, Dwight is not necessarily running all the way around. So when I do take an inside move, that quarterback may think it's a trap game, and he he stays in that pocket. Now I can I can the other three guys can get there. So God. it's all about keeping his attention off of his receivers and on the rush. And there's so if he, he's looking at us. He's not looking at his
2: receivers.
0: And there's no chance that the quarterback that just stands there is going to survive the next. I mean that generation of quarterbacks that used to just be able to be protected and kind of hang out in there. And and not extend plays, I assume that that's changing because of how good you guys got at kind of changing games too.
8: I mean, everybody evolves. So you have a lot of D linemen; they they run a sub four five forties. You got a lot of quarterbacks because of the RPO; they have to be dual threats. And and you got man, these quarterbacks they can they can like Deshaun Watson, uh, Kyler Murray; these guys. So A Rod, he was kind of usher, ushered in that 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 type of quarterback. And they just kill you either way. So you gotta have some guys just that can go hunt them, go chase them down. You just can't have big, big, slow-ass, tall. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> uh That Peyton Manning sack that it, I don't know if it was a touchdown or a safety. I think Walden got it uh, for a touchdown there. That's mm-hmm. that was the uh, the most fulfilling one of your career. You think? <sighs>
8: It was, it was up there, I say, but it always Tom
0: Brady. <laughs> That's why you suck, dude. No, no, not oh, me. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, we're talking about you, dude. No, no. Yeah, we're talking, talking about,
3: about Tom. No, he's, he's on not.
0: the Buccaneers. He's a Buccaneers guy. Colts are playing A Rod this weekend, by the way. That's a big game for both teams. I'm excited to see what the defense does against him. What do you think the messaging is to the defense this week against him?
8: A and Rod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has to be, right?
8: Yeah, so you got a man. You gotta make make them beat you in uh, by running the ball. You can't let him get do what he wants to do because he can. He still throws darts and he'll still kill you. He'll he'll kill you.
0: Hey, I want to let you know. Uh, three of my cars with some uh, you know upgrades I've put into them over 620 horsepower. Three of them. Three of them. Shelby. You got the Shelby? Yeah, that one's at like 660 right now. I the I just I just did an entire engine. Redo to my Bentley. It has 625 horses in my Bentley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
8: Well, you, you're doing Bentley Bentleys now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to let you know, the Bentley was too nice, and I hated driving it. It was too nice. Like, I hated driving it. So I, uh, I said, can we make this thing a little bit more white trash? And we put, like, a massive engine in it. That thing is, like, humming now at this point. I get it tomorrow. I cannot wait to see how that thing goes.
8: Well, first of all, Bentley's already come with a, with a W12 engine. So what the hell are you putting more? That's 600 plus off yeah. the top.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be, like, 680 or something. Whew. Why? <laughs> zoom zoom i'm not 100 percent sure to be honest like, i mean i i don't know it just felt like it was the right move
8: hey if you can do it go ahead so
0: you know i bought it because i wanted to flex to myself that i could buy something nice with the money i made off the field and then it just became what's that back, bro what's that
8: that's not even your sway you you are shelby mustang i,
0: I know I know. Believe me, it became a driveway ornament. I, yeah. I did not I did not drive it one time. I, it still was not registered. That, that, that's. It is still not registered. I've owned it for three years because I drove it the one time, and I hated it. I was like, well, this is just going to park here. for. So I was like, maybe we do something to make me like it more, and this was the decision.
8: Well, i tell you what. Just just go ahead and give it to me. You know? I, I, think, I think, yeah, you have my address because you did uh, – now, you, you know, you blessed me with, with a couple of shirts and some water. So, yeah, you got my address. So, yeah, let me get that.
0: Okay, yeah. The Bentley, maybe, it might take a little bit. It's kind of getting lost in mm-hmm. uh, shipping or whatever. Yeah. We'll talk about it next time. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, future Hall of Famer, Robert Mathis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Joining us now, Super Bowl champion and college football champion, former Green... No, I just hung up. Are you kidding me? AJ. AJ. Not ready for the show, dude. Yeah. He's huh. not ready for the bright lights. You know, some huh. people, well, nervous. you know, you can get them to to a spot where it's like, hey, yeah. now it's time for you to be a bird, spread your wings and fly. Yeah. That's right.
2: You can lead them to the water. We
0: took the hawk almost from the nest to flight. We took him from land to water, almost getting a chance to slurp that thing. But mm-hmm. instead, what happened? Couldn't do it. Fell out of the nest. Hit oh, the grass. Dead. Devastated. Join us now, ladies and gentlemen. Potentially, AJ Hawk. Ah, yeah!
4: oh, hey, he ah, you're yeah. like
0: Jesus, dude. You came back to life after dying there a couple seconds ago. What? Well, uh, how are you, Bob? Great to see you, man. Oh, I'm doing well, man. How you doing? I saw you had uh, Robert on, right? Had Robert Mathis on. He, um, I'll tell you what Robert Mathis will do, and that is, uh, he will, he will scare the shit out of you. And I believe. Uh, he made Connor poop his pants over here just oh, a little yeah. bit ago. I he took hates my the glasses Patriots. off.
3: I'm still kind of shaking about the Yeah, whole thing. it was
0: a tough situation, but it was a good conversation with a guy who's probably gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Uh also had Darius Butler on earlier. He picked Kyler to win tonight, uh, and also for Kyler to throw over 285 and a half yards. How do you think tonight's gonna go? Are you a are you a Cardinals backer? Um, I think people look at me and they're like, That guy, that guy likes the Cardinals. Mm-hmm, yeah. Are you a guy that's bought in on the Cardinals? I have since very, very early on, but they've let me down a couple times are they hitting their stride right now, or is Russell Wilson back?
6: Well, I'm uh, I'm yeah, I'm a Cardinals guy, I'm a fan of Cliff Kingsbury and, and what Kyler Murray oh, yeah. is doing. That's I think right. their defense is all right, but I don't think they win tonight. I think Seattle finds the way, I think Seattle covers too. They're a three point favorite,
3: well, two and, two and half. a half now, oh, even
6: better, yeah, they definitely win and they cover. I just think it's time. Um... It this is going to be a, a shootout, people claim they you would assume it's going to be a shootout. I don't know what we will see, but yeah, I think uh. I think Seattle finds a way. I think they're at home. I know they don't have the home field advantage. They're, they're renaming the stadium
0: first game with a new name. I
3: oh. think they're going to do good there. Oh, no. New field. I
6: didn't
0: know it was a new stadium name tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened? You know what happened? Russell Wilson has 10 turnovers in three games. The previous sponsor's like, get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? All those other sports shows go. are you buying or selling? That sponsor's like, sell, sell, sell. Get us out of here. <laughs> Somebody's coming in. I, I wouldn't be surprised from the sounds of it if it's not A.J. Hawk Incorporated. You are all. Of the way in on this team how do you think russell wilson's gonna bounce back after a rough 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 series of games he's had
6: i mean that's one of the reasons i think i just think it's got to end sometime and i think it's gonna end tonight i think uh you're you're so big into like the nostalgic things right when someone has like a a primetime game or a death in the family or their dog is sick or something you always assume that person's gonna have a giant night right
0: stats yeah i like i like things that happen i like Uh that insert action a Action B happens. Pavlov's dogs. Yes, I do believe in Pavlov's dogs. It's been around yep. for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Ring the bell, saliva, get the treat, get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I do believe in that.
6: Okay, so what does Pavlov's dogs have anything to do with the game tonight? Dude. Oh.
0: <sighs> nothing, by the way. Oh. That's why I'm, I'm kind of kind of torn for you. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing tonight. There's nothing says... I mean, I guess there's something that says, like, Russell Wilson won't lose a certain amount of games in a row or whatever. But also, Russell Wilson won't have 10 turnovers in three games. So I think there's a lot of those types of things that have kind of been debunked. Now, the the Pavlov's dog effect would be, like, if somebody's, for instance, brother passes away, probably going to have a good game. For instance, Mercedes Lewis says... Uh, he's playing against Jacksonville Jaguars, and he still is not over how that whole thing ended or whatever. And Aaron said to us the other day, he was like, that touchdown was actually supposed to go to Mercedes. I was a little bit bummed about it. And that was uh, only because of what happened with that situation. So not only do I believe in, like, mentally and personally, you kind of do things. I do believe there's some other factors that go into, like, hey, let's have a big night for this guy. You know, I, I do believe in that because I believe in the human aspect of the whole thing, but it hasn't been completely sound. I've been right more often than not, but it hasn't been 100% sound, which is what I like to do with numbers around here. Well, I mean, I, I like that
6: too. I understand like when Aaron said he was gonna that was supposed to be for Mercedes and it, it's a feel-good thing. Like, yeah, you want to reward your teammates, but also like that can also backfire, don't you think? If you're trying to force the ball to something, oh, yeah. you try to try to do something out of the, the ordinary, I guess, just to, to take care of one person.
0: You know what was awesome? Andre uh, Johnson, he came and played for us for a couple years after he was done with the Texans. And uh, he's a monster of football, by the way. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he was one that uh, got in a fight with Cortland Finnegan earlier, yeah. oh, yeah. the whole oh, thing yeah. happened. He was an awesome teammate, super cool guy. When he came in, super humble, everything like that, it was really cool. And we, for whatever reason, it didn't work with us as much like but when we played the texans <laughs> we he had like i think like 27 catches maybe in the first <laughs> half two touchdowns and i was like immediately after that game i was like maybe hey <laughs> i'm just thinking i'm just thinking out loud here spitballing maybe we incorporate that into every single week maybe mm-hmm. not just the week that we're playing the team that got rid of them or whatever tournament wasn't worth the thing maybe we keep going and we, it seemed like we never did it and that was probably when i really got my eyes open to like Oh, this is a real thing. Like even the freakish of athletes, there's a little extra motivation whenever you have a chip on your shoulder for whatever reason it is, and that's Pavlov's dogs. Right? And that's that's how I bet. How I bet. And that's that, why mm-hmm. we're
2: hammering the Chiefs this week.
0: That's for what, whether that the, happened
2: or not. Yeah, the Chiefs what, think it did.
0: The victory lap thing with the Chiefs over Raiders. Like go ahead and hammer that. If Andy Reid is making that an actual story, and he somehow has got the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions believing that the Raiders were dancing on their graves, mm-hmm. yeah. even if it was just a. a a local bus driver that has the hat on for the day who normally talks too much. Nobody wants to talk to you as much as you think they do uh, or has a good person. Now, listen, that's not on them. They just want to have an interaction. Always very nice to the bus drivers, but there's some that get a bit ridiculous. It's like, okay, all right, okay. Vinny doesn't want to have a full conversation about his 1998 run with the New England Patriots. (laughs) Okay, but we just want to go ahead and get us to the airport or whatever, but Vinny's a super nice guy. Okay, I just had some edibles anyway, so I'm probably not going to really mind this is happening at all, but I was talking to Vinny there for a second about Game, maybe a little celebration before you interrupt. And I know we're about to get to the airport, so maybe pipe down just a little bit here, pal. There is that that potentially happens. And maybe the bus driver did, you know, call his own audible and do the victory lap without Gruden or any Raiders knowing. But if Andy Reid has the Chiefs believing that the Raiders were just pissing all over Arrowhead State. I'm hammering them. And also, the entire Raiders team is currently battling the COVID situation. Yeah, so, yeah. there's a couple things there. You go ahead and just get that hammer out. You go, oh, Chief's going to cover whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, So, that's another one of those theories. Well, it makes
6: sense because I, I think that the biggest tell is that Andy Reid has made a yeah. comment. Like, that. Andy Reid ever make comments like that? Does he ever feel like take things personal or whatever? And I feel like this is a time where Andy's going to really open it up and they're going to really, really try to light it up. And that also – Don't you think the teammates, like his players, Pat Mahomes, Kelsey, like their core guys, they're going to want to do it for him too.
0: Hey, our guy, okay, Mr. Kool-Aid man, Mm -hmm. Mr. Cheeseburger for a victory thing, Mr. Hawaiian shirt, Mr. Super Genius, he's put us in great situations here. Hey, he seems to be legitimately pissed off. Let's go, let's go ahead and go. Let's give one for the guy here. You know, last year we got the monkey off his back that he can't win the big one. He's greatest, one of the greatest coaches of all time, just can't win the Super Bowl, can't do it. Is he a Hall of Famer if he doesn't win? They <sighs> like, got all those questions. Batman, I was like, let's go get this for this guy. Uh, and then now it's like, Andy Reid is not happy with how Gruden handled his team afterwards. So let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and get these boys. I, I think, now granted, with how much we've talked about it, maybe we kind of, you know, maybe we already did the payback enough. The, and maybe we kind of offset it. And maybe we should fade the thought, but I'm going all the way in. That's that's maybe my favorite bet of the weekend: Chiefs to cover whatever it is, whenever it it's is. Eight now. They they're going to go, especially with all the COVID situation.
1: Do you though? think it's possible that if they're up by like three touchdowns, they leave Mahomes in and oh, just yeah. keep letting him chuck? Trot him back out there. <laughs> you
0: bring Travis Kelsey back on out here. Come on, <laughs> but Tyreek Hill, guess what? You're still playing. We have got four quarter football today, boys. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many we're up. And then we're going to get those buses and we're going to go right into that. Death Star thing they got, Ooh. and we're going to go ahead and, and peel rubber on the, on the middle of the field. Rev it up. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. <laughs> that was wild to hear Andy Reid talk about that because I think even when Donovan McNabb and T.O. were getting into it, he was always, like, super, like, stay out of it. I don't even know what you're talking about.
6: Were you ever on a team that, uh, that did, like, victory laps on your bus in an away game?
0: <laughs> I just got a text from Vinatieri. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be about the conversation. Hey man, let Ryan Clark know I've ran for points, I've thrown a touchdown pass, and my quarterback <laughs> ranking is higher than Peyton Manning and Tom Brady's. Oh, oh!
4: oh! holy shit. Cool.
0: I think you meant rating, but it's still yeah. it still plays. Uh right, I don't think you guys question whether or not Vinatieri's is a football player, by the way. Hawk Herschel Walker or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Back in the day. Um I've never I don't think I've ever been a part of a team dancing on our grave. Other than like in college. When the fans rush the field and all that stuff, you know they, that can kind of be construed as that, I guess. But Louisville did that to us. Other than that, I don't think so. How about you? Did you? Was there any teams that you guys? What? What about when Randy? Didn't Randy remember oh, when Randy yeah, no. Joe Buck lost yep. his mind when Randy Moon Green mm-hmm. Bay? I would assume, as a Packers fan, I'd be like, "Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that, was like, that was awesome. That would be how it is."
6: Yeah, that was that was before my time, before I got there. Uh, but yeah, I know Joe Buck got some criticism for his. Mm-hmm. He kind of had a hard stance against it, even though
0: – I mean, it's Randy Moss. Oh, no. The comments. – oh, no. Uh-oh. The comments. They've
1: already turned. Oh. The comments. Oh, Turn them oh, on, yeah, Bill. Yeah, Turn them hey, on, we should Bill.
0: Mute a couple, we should mute a couple uh, words in there. Jeez. Joe <laughs> and Buck. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> Something to think about. Um, you hear
6: Sean Payton, though? Uh, Pat, Sean Payton, I know they – the Saints, like, they, they take victory laps sometimes in away games.
0: Yeah, I think Sean Payton has a lot of swag, huh? It feels like – he
6: spoke – Where's the patent leather Jordans every game too.
0: Yeah, I think he has like a wide shoe collection. He's a sneakerhead. Um, feels like he's very competitive. He will jaw with players, talk shit to other players. Uh, I, I assume refs can get it too if you want to the way normally if you have uh, this certain trait, you probably also do this certain thing. I don't think I've seen him chew out refs, but I assume that happens. Um, he came out when somebody asked a question today about the quarterback situation Uh, He said, there's no update, I'm eating a bagel. I was hoping to be chewing it when you asked the question. (laughs) Like Sean Payton is a full on, don't give a single damn mindset right now. Uh, And by the way, he's a quarterback that has the resume that could be like that. Those offenses have always been good. Who knows who's going to be their quarterback? Everybody's assuming it's Jameis Winston, but what if Taysom Miller just split package in this whole thing? I'm intrigued to see how they handle it. But I, I like Sean Payton as a personality, as a character in the movie of life that I, I kind of view everything. I am a, I'm a Sean Payton fan for sure.
6: I mean, I think his, his resume speaks for itself and the amount of points that they are able to put up. Yeah, How old is Sean Payton? He seems like he's been doing it forever, and I, he still seems super young.
0: I guess he's a hard-ass, by the way. I guess he is like a yeah. – I guess mm-hmm. he – He's one of those guys. Maybe he's evolved or something like that. But I think whenever he first got in, everybody was like, oh, he's a tough coach. Like, 56. This guy's not fucking around. Him and Marcus
3: Peters, they got into it a couple years ago. Oh, during yeah. That, uh, it was a soup or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I forget what
0: it was, but it was during that 2018 season. I think it was soup. Well, let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh Jordan in California. What's going on, Jordan?
3: Yo, what's up, Pat? What's up, boys? This is one of my favorite shows, so thank you guys for doing you. Hey, Jordan, Sorry. thanks for watching us, hey, brother. Uh,
0: thanks for waking up early with us over there on the Pacific Coast. Uh, what do you want to talk about, brother?
3: Uh, just being from Chino Hills, California, as you guys can see, you saw Melo Ball get drafted yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to add, um, with the LeVar not wanting Melo to go to Charlotte, do you think Lavar and MJ are going to do one-on-one
4: and if they do do one on one, who do you got? Ooh, ooh, oh! oh whoever, oh!
0: That's right. Whoever does that, fuck That's who's gonna win. Um, great call, Jordan. I think Jordan would beat uh, potentially Lamelo Ball right now, and then oh, yeah. have the video be sent to Lavar Ball if I had to guess. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I would guess. Sure. Uh. That is interesting, man, because that was a big—that was a big storyline in the Ball family reality show there for a while. Uh, LeVar beating Jordan one-on-one or whatever. And that somehow gained steam. Because normally whenever you just make outlandish things, like, okay, I'm smarter than Elon Musk. like mm-hmm. That's not going to garner much steam there. You know <laughs> what I mean? That somehow did, which is awesome. Which you have to give credit to LeVar Ball, by the way, for being a guy that could stir the pot.
1: Right, because I think Jordan said almost immediately after, like, yeah, I'd beat him with one leg. <laughs> like, right now, I'd beat him with one leg. Oh, and yeah. if you
0: hear stories about Jordan playing one-on-one... I think I got a honey-roasted uh stone. Oh, Jeez. No, um, it just came up whenever the ball went over my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs> got it. Um, <laughs> there are stories of Jordan playing one-on-one like nobody beat him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's one of those, like, who's more competitive than who type situation. And I feel like if we've watched anything yeah. about it, is, that guy is maybe the most competitive human to ever exist. And it's not just going to go away, I don't think. I think he, if he knew how much AJ smokes cigars... Michael Jordan's cigar intake, which is already high, would probably go even. Yeah, I knows. think that's just how he goes. You know what I mean? Oh, you cut out on me. You think you smoke more Stokes than uh, Jordan? What's that? You think you smoke more Stokes than Jordan? No way.
6: Jordan, I mean, that dude has it figured out. He smokes <gasps> in every vehicle he's in, every room he is in. There's like there's oh. there's never he's never seen like a no smoking sign that he has obeyed. Like, <laughs> <I love it. laughs>
0: he's Michael Jordan, dude. I guess that's why, like, back in the yeah. day, there was maybe some bills that weren't paid and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's all lies. Huh. No, that's just what I've heard. I'm not well, saying they're true. Or he anything. also smokes, like, one-foot cigars, too, by the way. Yeah, long. they're, like, super... What <laughs> long, are they? Are those a certain guys. style as a uh, stogie guy? Those super long ones. What are those? Yeah, what are they called? Uh, Churchill? I can't think of it. Churchill. As in Winston?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm. You know, Winston Churchill, pretty good at war. Oh Pretty yeah, damn good. I'm going to war games in December 6th, by the way. That's Ooh. right. Ooh. That's right. Yeah, it's not war, but we're looking to be undefeated, Diner. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to lead a men, lead a, lead a group of men down into war games. And we're going to come out undefeated, I'll tell you that. Is, that. is that a pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. It's coming up real quick, by the way. I just learned about it this morning. Not a lot of time for your old buddy to get in shape to get thrown out. Thrown around in a couple of steel cages.
6: <laughs> front spot. Look at you. Prime position right there in the front.
0: Yeah, there was a couple other ones where I wasn't. We had to search deep for this one. <laughs> yeah, we had to search deep for it. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen today. I know there's a lot of things that could potentially penetrate your ear holes. The fact you allow us to do so, we are so incredibly thankful. Uh For all the guests, thanks for your time. For my jaw, I hope it heals up. Me too. I hope it gets, you know, a little swelling goes down. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for tomorrow. Feel good Friday. we got a good one for you. Oh, yes. God, it's going to be good. We're going to react to this massive game that's happening tonight. We're going to talk about the games coming into the weekend. We're going to talk about life. We're going to take some more phone calls. We're going to have a good time on the show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we can't thank you enough for being a friend and telling a friend about it. Uh, Ty Schmidt, please play some independent music. And let's propel these people into a beautiful Thursday. Cheers. Uh, Big thanks to Hashtag End Squad. You guys are the best.